1: So good to be connected once again in our awareness. We're always connected, right? Because we're one with each other. But right now we're focusing on that connection. We're the two or more who are gathered in the name and the nature of the Christ presence. And we're using this wonderful technology to transcend time and space. And we are so grateful for our healing, and we're calling it forth right now together. So I invite you to take that deep breath as we place our hand on our hearts. We breathe deeply, and we recognize that love is all that there is, and we're grateful that we can remember the love That is our true identity and the true identity of all of our brothers and sisters. We're grateful right now to recall everything worth recalling (laughs) and to recognize, to recognize the truth that sets us free and to liberate right now. We're choosing freedom. We're choosing liberation. Hear that plane flying overhead, it's a reminder (laughs) that we're taking off, we're taking off right now, we're leaving behind the judgments, the regrets, the resentments, the thoughts of revenge that tether us to this world of separation and we're remembering that we are free, we're already free. Freedom is a spiritual quality, live streaming all the time, and we're dedicating ourselves right now to expressing it and revealing it. We remember to remember. In this moment, we share the blessings and the benefits of this healing that we are calling forth, accepting, and receiving right now. We're sharing the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we let it be. We let it be the truth of our life. We partner with the higher Holy Spirit self right now. We invoke divine grace into our awareness right now. And we allow it to have its way with us. We are calling forth a dynamic and powerful, potent (laughs) healing. It's profound and we're grateful to fully accept it and receive it right now. And so it is. Amen. Yes, sometimes I can get just so clear in that prayer time. I don't want to leave it. (laughs) Don't want to let it go. So yes, I have all my windows open here on a, a sunny Tuesday morning. In Los Angeles, planes flying overhead, and uh, we are taking off. Yes, we are finding freedom in our hearts and minds. We're liberating together. It's so good. So, this week, I am so happy that we're connecting around the topic of having That everything we need is within us, we seek first the kingdom which is within us, and all else will be added unto us. So what is the all else? It's the experience. It's the awareness. Wisdom is a spiritual quality like love, like freedom, like clarity, like purity. These are spiritual qualities that are omnipresent and omniactive. They're always awake and available for us to express and to experience all of the time. And the illusion that we experience here in uh, our 3D human experience, wherever here is in the third dimension, (laughs) it's that illusion of separation, obviously, that we're experiencing and it is created through our choice to cherish thoughts of lack and attack and separation. So it's by remembering the unity of all life and treasuring that instead of our thoughts of separation that we awaken to our divinity and we experience these spiritual qualities in their fullness. So all that could be known, all that is true is already known by us, however, If we, in our mind, separate ourselves from God, separate ourselves from the good, if we separate ourselves from our brothers and sisters and deny the unity of all life, then we're going to experience limitation and lack, because that's what we're choosing to focus our attention on and to project from our mind and that's what we're going to experience. Remember, of Course in Miracles says all thought produces form at some level. Every time we choose to see our brother or sister as separate from us, not good enough, or better than, or even equal to, then we're not seeing the unity and the wholeness. So we're going to experience the fragmentation, the separation, the limitation. This is our choice. So, Is it challenging to remember the unity of all life? It is if you don't value it. If you value it, it's not so hard. It's not so hard. So this is why we are really focusing our mind on what is it we value. And one of the things that actually helps us do this is... Very often, people in this world are are tapped into the ego-mind-thought system, so they get entirely convinced that the human experience is about getting something, right? We begin to think that it's all about getting stuff and getting wise, getting love, getting healing, getting whatever, and whenever we think that we need to get something we're a we're affirming that we don't already have it so we're affirming that we're in lack and limitation now if we affirm throughout our day that we're in lack and limitation what are we going to experience more of right lack and limitation it's it's really not rocket science it's really not super complicated we can make it complicated And that's what the ego tries to do, tries to make it really complicated so that we don't take personal responsibility because we can't. It's so complex. I can't fathom it. I can't take personal responsibility. But when we begin to see that our willingness to take personal responsibility for the thoughts that we think – Or the thoughts that are part of the human race consciousness experience that we agree to and choose to think. If we can begin to take responsibility for every thought that we think, therein lies the path of liberation. Time for me to have a little sip of my tea here. So... Wisdom is our true identity. Wisdom is our natural state. It is who and what we are. We are wisdom. And everything that is known or could be known is known by us all of the time. If we're willing to accept it. But if we make up a story about lack and limitation, that's what we're going to see. That's what we're going to experience. So it's kind of like, think of it this way. You don't get what you want. You get what you're thinking. You don't get what you want. You are think- You get what you're thinking. So if you want something and you're in that wanting... And I know I say this all the time, but it just took me so long to get it. If you're wanting something, then you're affirming that you don't have it. So when we feel that we are inept, when we feel that we're spiritually stupid, when we feel that we're losers or there's something wrong with us, then we're naturally getting a wake-up call to look at our thinking Because our thinking is that there's something wrong with us, that we're spiritually stupid, that we're spiritual losers. And so our feeling, our emotional body is waking us up to what we're thinking. And then if we don't pay attention to what's happening in our emotional body, we're going to start to feel it in our physical body. We're going to start to feel constriction and upset in the physical body. So it starts with our thoughts, it travels to the emotional body, and then to the physical body. But the good news is, if you're experiencing physical distress, it is in your face, it's got your attention, and you can address it directly. Start with realizing that there's nothing for you to get. I love this quote from the course. It's chapter 9, and it's section 2, and it says in paragraph, what paragraph is this, 11, By giving, you receive, but to receive is to accept, not to get. It is impossible to have. Sorry, it is impossible not to have, but it is possible not to know that you have. The recognition of having is the willingness for giving. And only by the willingness can you recognize what you have. So everything's been pre-installed. You already have it. A uh, Course in Miracles says, ask and it is given because it's already been given. By giving, you receive. Now, what that really means, uh, or another way to say that, I should say, is... When you extend the awareness that your brothers and sisters already have, then it assists you in remembering that you too already have. So every time you can affirm that you're one with your brothers and sisters, then you are on your way to releasing all sense of lack and limitation. Remember that unity and the awareness of unity is the awareness of having and not needing, not wanting separation is the belief in lack and limitation. So every time you value in any way the idea that you're separate from your brother and sister, you're going to create in your life experience a visceral, emotional, mental experience of limitation and lack. Because that is the type of thought that you are choosing to pour your energy into. And you are the one who gets to decide what you will think. Nobody gets to decide that for you. And in, in earlier in this wonderful section, on my page 164, it says, uh, in paragraph three, The Bible emphasizes that all prayer is answered, and this is indeed true. The very fact that the Holy Spirit has been asked for anything will ensure a response. Yet it is equally certain that no response given by the Holy Spirit will ever be one that would increase fear. So all prayer is answered. The Holy Spirit always responds whenever we invoke the Holy Spirit, and Nothing that we receive from the Holy Spirit will ever make us feel afraid. So the Holy Spirit is always gently reminding us according to our asking and our willingness to receive that divine guidance. Now, very often we can think, oh, we don't want to, (laughs) we don't want to forgive, (laughs) right? It upsets us. No, I don't want to forgive. I love my opinions and judgments, So we can think we're upset by the guidance to forgive, but that's not why we're upset, right? You're never upset for the reason you think. You're upset because you're choosing thoughts of separation and you're cherishing them. At least that's what upsets me. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Now, it does say here, and I love this. So we're always going to get a response from the Holy Spirit every time that we ask for assistance. Every time we make a prayer, the prayer will be answered. However, it may not be according to what we think, right? And we we already know that. Most of us are uh, spiritual students for a long time now and we we know all this intellectually now we're at that level in our life where we're like okay it's not enough to know anything intellectually i have to get to the where the rubber meets the road i need to apply this to my daily living moment by moment so it's equally certain that no response given by the holy spirit will ever be one that would increase fear it is possible that the Holy Spirit's answer will not be heard. So it's possible that we might not hear the answer to our prayer. Why would we not hear the answer to our prayer? Because we're not interested in what the answer is. The answer is always going to be about unification. The answer is always going to be about being loving, being kind, being generous, being patient. It's always going to be that. And if we're not interested in that as the remedy for our suffering, or the, the answer to our question, then we probably won't hear it. However, the answer will not be lost. It will not be lost. And I, I got this explanation from um, uh, uh, Doreen Virtue, who's uh, an intuitive and uh, um, psychologist. I love what she says. She says she had the realization that every bit of truth that she shared with one of her patients, when they were ready to receive it, it would be like an ornament hanging on the Christmas tree, so it would be there in their field of energy, if you will, in their aura, or however you want to think of it. It's available for them as soon as they're willing to receive it, and this is true for us, so for me, the answer to every prayer, the answer to every question has already been given me, ask and ye shall receive because it's already been given. Ask and it is given because it's already been given. Everything has already been given to us. And the minute we're willing to truly value it, truly listen, it will be there, right there for us. And I don't know about you, but there have been so many times when I have held A Course of Miracles, this big blue book in my hand, and I have cried and cried and cried such tears of gratitude that I was finally willing to listen. That the day had finally come that I was no longer interested in my opinions and judgments. I was interested in experience true freedom and sharing that with my brothers and sisters. Whew, so it's time for us to take a break. Yes. <laughs> and I'll just remind you that I'm Jennifer Miracles, and we are most definitely Walking the Talk and Living the Love on Unity Online Radio. I'll be right back.
0: Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk.
1: Ah, so we are harvesting, really. Isn't that what we're doing? We're moving out of thoughts of lack and limitation and we're moving into the spiritual maturity, of recognizing that that which we think we want or that we're missing, we already have, and we're <laughs> willing to finally recognize that, to recognize that, and to accept our inheritance and I love this whole uh, realization that that which is truly ours, so our spiritual inheritance, our birthright, our true identity, and all of these spiritual qualities and the, the mastery, the wisdom, the clarity, the purity to access them and reveal them and share them has already been given to us. And as soon as we begin to treasure that and cherish that over the thoughts of lack and limitation, the opinions and judgments, then we can really build that spiritual muscle to live in it all the time and really walk the talk and live the love. And this is the the huge realization that uh, has been so meaningful for me in my life. I mean, it is... Absolutely, the diamonds and gold of my life. This is the treasure. I finally realized what the treasure is. And I stopped thinking that the treasure is outside of me. I stopped thinking that I needed to get anything. And I started to value and really treasure the opportunity that I have to express these spiritual qualities. So they're live streaming all the time. We can align with them and be an expression of them and share the benefits of them with our brothers and sisters at any moment in time. And all we have to do is release the blocks to love that we have placed into our mind by treasuring thoughts of separation. We always have the freedom and the ability to do this. This is our inheritance. This is our birthright. So we're grateful right now to join together, to be the two or more who are gathered in the name and the nature of the Christ presence for a holy purpose. We're doing this now. We're doing it together. Everything that we need, we already have. How wonderful. How wonderful. So... One thing it says in here that I absolutely love, (laughs) paragraph four, Course in Miracles. If you would know, your prayers are answered. You can hear my phone ringing. I'm not answering that. Never doubt a son of God. If you would know your prayers are answered, never doubt a son of God. So when we doubt our brothers and sisters that they are there for a holy purpose in our life and that there is a great benefit that we can receive from recognizing that divine order is transpiring in our life. It has not taken a holiday. We have not separated from divine order. And even the person who seems to be lying to us or betraying us or stealing our stuff is in some way assisting us in remembering our true identity, that it is our responsibility, it's our response ability To stay present in every moment and not slide off into making negative meaning of any experience in our life. To be willing to recognize, to harvest, to know, to call forth the holy purpose of everything in our life. Into our awareness because it's already there encoded into our experience and it's up to us to open our mind to receive it. So it says here, if you would know your prayers are answered, the way to get there, to know that your prayers are answered, is in every moment not to doubt that what is transpiring is A, a projection of what we have been thinking. So you don't get what you want, you get what you've been thinking. If you've been wanting and wanting and wanting, what are you going to get? So if you're choosing thoughts of wanting, wanting, and wanting, what are you going to get? There's another plane. (laughs) You know, summertime, all the windows are open here. And I live right in the center of L.A., and so we get the helicopters flying over. Uh, Celebrities, you know, they're they're looking at what the celebrities are doing sometimes in their backyards. I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. (laughs) It's crazy. Anyway. When we are willing to truly recognize that if we are wanting, 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 the only outcome of that wanting, 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 since all thoughts produce form at some level, if we're thinking thoughts of wanting, those are thoughts of lack that we don't already have, correct? If we're wanting, wanting, wanting and thinking I need, I need, I need. I need this to be happy. I want this to to be different than it is. The wanting and the needing can only produce one effect in our life. Cause and effect, this is the law. We cannot circumvent the law of cause and effect. So if the cause is our thought, and we're thinking that we're wanting, we're pretty convinced that we don't already have, and that we're in lack. If we're choosing to think thoughts of lack, we're going to experience lack. It can be no other way. It can be no other way. And for most spiritual seekers who are not seeking to purify and to clarify and to be more loving, more patient, more kind, and more generous. For most spiritual seekers who are instead focused on acquiring more spiritual information, as though the information is somehow going to ignite you or shift your day-to-day experience, then what you're doing is you're pursuing the spiritual information because of ego reasons. And I know I used to do that. I was wanting to awaken. I was wanting to be more spiritual. But I wasn't choosing to (laughs) be more spiritual. I was wanting. It it says in here that paragraph 5 The message your brother gives you is up to you. So the message your brother gives you is up to you. Your brothers and sisters in all of their choices are sending you a message just like you're sending them a message. So the way I express this is in every moment you're always teaching the efficacy of your choices. You're always teaching... Through your choices. So if you choose lack and limitation, if you choose thoughts of victimhood, then you're teaching all your brothers and sisters the benefits of your choices, your, th- the thoughts that you're choosing. If you're choosing thoughts of love and compassion, kindness and generosity, you're always teaching the efficacy, the efficiency, the benefit of those choices. Because everyone can see when they look at us, what we've been choosing. They can tell how how harmonious are you. They can tell how free are you, how limited are you, how worried are you. Last week we were talking about worry and anxiety. How upset are you, how angry are you, how kind are you, how dedicated, how devoted, how distracted. Whatever is going on with you, you are teaching the efficacy, the efficiency, the benefit of your choices. It is done unto you as you believe. It always has been and it always will be. So whatever it is that you're focusing on, this is what you're going to be seeing and experiencing. Now, one of the reasons why I put so much emphasis on prayer is prayer is when we combine our thoughts and our belief with our attention. Right? So we get into a focused attention on the divine. We get into a focused awareness of God's good in our life. That's what we do when we're in prayer. Now, many of us know the teaching about prayer without ceasing. So when we're in prayer, when it's a true prayer and it's an affirmative prayer, not a beseeching prayer, we're affirming that we have, right? Right? This is what the New Thought Prayer teaching is. We're affirmative prayer. We're affirming that we already have. So I'm inviting you to deepen your prayer practice and to really make it important to you. Now, I can support you with that because I have my daily prayer, and you can sign up for it at jenniferhadley.com. You can call the prayer number on your phone, You can get the click and pray in your email. You've got all these opportunities to pray. You can call Silent Unity and pray with a live person, or you can listen to my recording and you can do both. You can have a prayer partner. I always encourage people to have prayer partners. I have many prayer partners. And you can be my prayer partner in participating in my daily prayer. It says here, paragraph 6, and again, we're still in chapter 9, section 2. You can no more pray for yourself alone than you can find joy for yourself alone. Prayer is the restatement of inclusion directed by the Holy Spirit under the laws of God. Wow. Prayer is the restatement of inclusion, unity, that you're included in all good. And so is everyone else, directed by the Holy Spirit under the laws of God. Salvation is of your brother. The Holy Spirit extends from your mind to his and answers you. You cannot hear the voice of God in yourself alone because you are not alone. And his answer is only for what you are. You will not know the trust I have in you unless you... You extend it to your brothers and sisters. So prayer helps us to focus that, the, the mind on this. Uh, and some of you know that I have been offering this Living A Course in Miracles teleclass. and uh, I just offered the third series. and in there, uh, in the first series, no, sorry, second series, I did two classes on trust and faith. It's one of my favorite topics. And trust and faith is one of the key things that we cover in my seven-week spiritual boot camp class, Finding Freedom. Trust and faith is what we focus on in my year-long class, Masterful Living. Trust and faith is everything. I always suggest to all Course in Miracles students that you start with the manual for teachers and then you focus on reading and rereading and rereading the trust section in Chapter 4 of the Manual for Teachers. It's so valuable. It's life-changing to really get this. There's a lot of confusion about trust and faith, and that's why I cover it so deeply in my classes. Because when you have a trust walk, and your life is a trust walk, and you have a very active and awake faith in God. Your life is profoundly healing, not just for yourself, but for everyone, for your family, your friends, your coworkers, and your community. And you can be the pivotal person in all your relationships, instead of thinking that it's up to other people to improve the quality of your relationships. And many spiritual seekers get distracted into doing that. What is that? That is getting, aligning with that getting ego consciousness, right? If you are thinking in any of your relationships that your relationship will improve when somebody else does something, that your relationship will be good when somebody else does something, if you're thinking that you're going to get the relationship that you want when somebody else does something, then you are basically declaring it's never going to be experienced by you because you're in waiting and wanting. Waiting and wanting is not having. That Holy relationship is within you. It's within your capability to call it forth, and it's up to you. It's not up to someone else. And that's the good news. For me, I got so excited when I finally realized, oh, it's not up to anybody else. I can have fabulous relationships right now. And so I made up my mind to partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self. To improve the quality of every relationship I was in, including my relationship with myself. And I made that the focus of my life, and every single one of my relationships transformed, and I now only have harmonious relationships. Totally miraculous healing. Remember, you're entitled to miracles you can have miraculous healings in all of your relationships. And in fact, that is a key focus in finding freedom. My seven-week spiritual boot camp is transforming your relationships by transforming how you hold them and how you actively energize them with your thinking. So what I know is I've seen hundreds of people transform their relationships through that seven-week Finding Freedom Boot Camp class. You can do it too. It's not rocket science. You follow the steps, you do the practices, and it works. And everything you need to know is already encoded within you. You don't need a class. You don't need a book. It's already there. It's just that when we gather together, like we are right now, we are the two or more. And there is that connection And we give thanks for it. And we relax our mind into the love that we truly are. And it is easier when we are joined because it's all about the unity. All healing is about valuing and remembering the unity. That's what it is. So we're grateful right now. we're listening to a course in miracles we're walking the talk we're living the love on unity online radio i'll be right back
2: You've seen Reality TV. Well, now get ready for Reality Radio. It's raw, unpredictable, and completely unscripted. You Can Heal Your Life follows the lives of four people each season as they face their fears and overcome their challenges. Tune in weekly and follow along as they take each faithful step on their journey. Learn what it takes to really heal your life. Dr. Chris Michaels shows you how to expect specific and measurable results from prayer. He says, We must place a demand upon consciousness. We don't hope to get what we pray for. We expect it. As a 25-year veteran in the New Thought Movement, Dr. Chris has helped thousands of people find their way to success and healing. His faith is unshakable, and his commitment to helping others heal through the power of prayer is extraordinary. Don't miss Reality Radio. You can heal your life with Dr. Chris Michaels. Live, Mondays at 11 a.m. Central Time on Unity Online Radio.
1: You know, it's quite remarkable when you really begin to realize that everything is already pre-installed. It's just such a huge relief, and it's been there all along. It really is like Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. You've already got the power, and there comes a time in your life. There comes a moment. There comes an impetus when you finally say, okay, I'm going to let all these false ideas and beliefs fall away, and I'm going to value my relationship with the divine, which is all that there is more than anything of this world. I'm not going to value the things of this world above God anymore. I'm not going to have any more false idols. I'm not going to choose to energize that I don't have or that I'm lacking anymore and I'm going to turn my attention and my focus to the having and the sharing and for me I just I used to just cry so much because I was so grateful that I finally was willing to live in that space and of course every day I'm still fine tuning fine tuning constantly obviously I'm not enlightened in my human experience yet, but I am awakening and I'm clear about that and it's very evident to me that it's a greater and greater awakening every moment of every day and so I am grateful to share from the overflow and um, what I would like to share with you since Finding Freedom my seven week spiritual boot camp class starts August 1st, starts tomorrow. I'm inviting you to take a look jenniferhadley.com forward slash finding freedom or you can just go to the home page and click through to finding freedom. You can watch the video there. You can look at all the testimonials and things of people who have taken the class and had such tremendous healing. You can look at all of that and if it's right for you at this time, you will absolutely know it. I always feel confident that for whom anyone this class can bring benefit, they will know and they will have the eyes to see and the ears to hear. Of course, it's not for everyone. Not everyone uh, would like my assistance and not everyone is ready and willing to get real. Not everyone has suffered enough and ready to shift and change and take responsibility and be dedicated. Not everyone is willing, and I get that. And when you are ready, you will know it, and perhaps finding freedom can be of help to you. So we're starting Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, today is Tuesday, we're starting Wednesday, August 1st, and you can join us if you like, and my class has a money-back guarantee, so if you don't feel that you've been provided the tools and the guidance to totally change your life and live the life that you've already, always wanted to live, then I'm happy to refund your money, because... Why wouldn't I? (laughs) It's not about me. It's about you. That's it. And we have everything we need. Prayer is the restatement of inclusion directed by the Holy Spirit under the laws of God. The answer to all prayers, and I love this. This is paragraph 7, page 165 in my text. The answer to all prayers lies in them. You will be answered as you hear the answer in everyone. Isn't that amazing? If you would hear me, hear my brothers in whom God's voice speaks. The answer to all prayers lies in them. You will be answered as you hear the answer in everyone. So this is the thing that we can learn to do. Is to train our mind. A Course in Miracles is a mind training system. Finding Freedom is assistance. People tell me all the time they, they finally got a lot more clarity about A Course in Miracles through taking the Finding Freedom class. It's one thing to read it. Reading it does not help you. Studying it does not help you. Living it is the only thing that works. It's the only thing that relieves the suffering. Living it. And so, for me, it's about motivation. What is your motivation? And I think this is a really important question because you can't really get motivation. You have it or you do not. Now, it's about recognizing that the motivation is there. So, very often, people are motivated to labor and labor and labor in order to try to get stuff. Yet, they haven't tapped into the motivation to be the answered prayer. Because what they're motivated by is selfishness. They're clinging to their judgments and opinions. They're clinging to separation, thinking, I want to get this stuff for me versus sharing it so one of the great things for us spiritual students is comes a time we recognize that we really would like to be a beneficial presence in our life in the world in our family in our friendships we'd like to be a beneficial presence now some people are motivated to be a beneficial presence because then they think other people will think better of them right so that's giving to get as long as we are energizing the giving to get system we're energizing the ego system many people and this used to be me will volunteer to give service in their community their spiritual community you know they're volunteer at their church uh because they're looking to get something they're looking to get somebody's good opinion they're looking to get recognition they're looking to get self esteem they're looking to get 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 so anything that we do in order to get something, we are aligning with the ego and energizing that we don't already have and we need to get in order to have. But the real truth is we already have and all we need to do is recognize it. And one of the best ways to do that is through extending to our brothers and sisters. So If you're lacking esteem, self-esteem, or other people's good opinions, have a good opinion about God. Have a good opinion about your brother and sister. Begin to wake up and start to value what is already going on in your life and say, oh, this pain and the suffering that I've been experiencing is pushing me to let go of the thoughts of separation. I'm grateful that the pain is waking me up. I don't need the pain anymore now. I can see (laughs) where where once I was lost and now I'm found. Amazing grace is activated in my life. And now I can see that everyone who has betrayed me, everyone who has despitefully used me, everyone who has hurt me in any way, is assisting me and learning to value that which is truly valuable. And I'm going to do that. Now I'm going to partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self, and I'm going to get her done. I'm going to awaken to my divinity and the divinity of all life and cherish that above all else and not have any more false idols, not have any more false gods. Isn't it interesting that we can make our loved ones, even our loved ones, even our our beautiful pets, uh, into false idols that we cherish more than the love of God? And we're uh, focused on (laughs) trying to get something from our loved ones, right? Trying to get their recognition, trying to get their approval, trying to get their appreciation, and it's a lose-lose system when we're trying to get anything. It's about receiving and accepting and allowing. And that is not a, a weak stance. That is a stance of strength. The power and the presence of God is awake in us right now, and it is beautiful. It says here in this uh Chapter 9, page 165, paragraph 9. There is a price you will pay for judgment, because judgment is the setting of a price. And as you set it, you will pay it. So when we judge, we're making everything conditional. We're declaring that we are the God of our world and our opinion matters. But our opinions are destroying our happiness. So in this moment, I'm inviting you, if you've been suffering, if you've been experiencing lack and limitation, make a decision. How much longer are you going to cherish your beliefs, your judgments, your opinions, and deny the power and the presence of God in your life? How much longer are you going to say that you would like to wake up to the spiritual truth that sets you free, but you're still thinking you know what's best, just decide how much longer you're going to keep going with the thoughts of separation and make it a deadline and then say, on this day, I'm going to be all in for God. And I'm going to live in that space of it's already been given. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to accept my spiritual inheritance. And I am going to accept my spiritual responsibility to be happy, to be free, and to share the benefits with all. Give yourself a timeline. (laughs) And it's worth it. It's worth it. Don't let it go without a just open-ended. Give yourself a deadline. Make that decision. Require more of yourself. So I invite you to place your hand on your heart with me right now. And let us say in this moment how good it is to partner with the higher Holy Spirit self to invoke divine grace into our awareness. We take the breath of God and we raise our vibration in gratitude knowing that In the mind of the infinite, in our heart, it has already been given, and we accept it fully now. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. I love you. Have a great week.